she's a she's a uh, an explorer. She is something. Oh yeah. Sadie something. Say old lady Sadie. Say something. Say something, Sadie. Say something. I like to eat poop. That's true. <laughs> hey everybody. It's the L I Man No Motherfucking Podcast. Woo 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 Uh It's early everybody. It's uh Thursday, the last day of February. Yeah. 2019, uh, 2.30 in the afternoon, a little early today. Got out of work early. You weren't working today. I said, let's just podcast the shit. Yeah. Uh, I'm going down to the casino tonight to mm-hmm. donate blood. How weird is that, right? Yeah, it's a long ways. Yeah, it's like a half hour, something like that. It's not, is it only? It's, yeah, it's not oh. super. 45 minutes tops. Well. But uh, I'm donating there because Gun Lake Casino is uh, having the blood drive. They're having the blood mobile, the blood bus, the uh, blood wagon. The Count Blood Mobile. The Count uh, I want to suck your blood. Uh, it's coming over there because they're uh, connected with LaughFest and Gilda's Club. They actually they have a show there. Uh, coming up next month, or actually, you know, tomorrow, I guess, is next month. But uh, I'm not sure of the date. I think it's maybe March 9th? Am I supposed to the look Friday? You don't have to look oh, up okay. shit. <laughs> um, but it's Brad Upton. He's coming. I played there at Gun Lake Casino last year with Greg Hahn. This year it's Brad Upton, a very funny guy. So they've connected with LaughFest and Gilda's Club, and they're doing the blood drive. So if you go and donate blood... Uh, they get the blood, you can get a Laugh t-shirt, and then I think Gilda's Club gets some money from the casino. Oh. And, uh, apparently the casino has given people who donate a $10, uh, thing <gasps> on your player card, so hopefully they get that, and I'll yes. go play the slots and maybe win 60 bucks <laughs> again, so we'll see that what happens. That would be great. So, we're, we're getting uh-huh. this all in before uh, I gotta leave for that, so it's good. Mm-hmm. It really hasn't been that long, Jamie. It hasn't even been 48 hours, I think, since we last right. podcasted. Right. So not even 48 hours. Not a ton has happened. No. Uh, other than uh, last night, I had my uh, prelim round of Funniest Person in Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know, it is a contest that happens at Dr. Grin's, the comedy club there in town. Well, I guess, and again, I need to uh, introduce ourselves, Jamie. Oh, I'm yeah, Stu I... McAllister. I'm a failed comedian, mm-hmm. and uh, with me, as always, is Jamie. How are Jamie. you, Jamie? And just failure. Oh, there we go. Failure all around. Yep. And uh, so this is probably, year, I think it's year 11 of The Funniest Person mm-hmm. in Grand Rapids. And it's weird to me how how so many people get confused by the name of the contest. They all seem to think that you need to be from Grand Rapids oh. to participate and it isn't funniest person from Grand Rapids. It's funniest person in Grand Rapids. So if you were there that night, you are the funniest person in Grand Rapids that night. Correct? Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 Don't get fucking semantic on me, people, because you're fucking wrong. Okay? I probably would have thought the same thing, though. No! Why? Because it's easily confused. No! Ian. No, absolutely <laughs> fucking not. You are incorrect. Apparently, I am not incorrect, because you've had multiple people yeah, say that. and I would say that they are also retarded as well. Oh. <laughs> not everybody. <laughs> Things <laughs> like you do. <laughs> yes, they think Thank incorrectly. Yes. They think oh. incorrectly. So what it is, everybody, there are 10 weeks, 8 people per week performing. Uh, two people move on each week. One is picked by a judge, another is picked by the crowd. And uh, simple as that. So then there's two semi-weeks uh, where there's uh, 10 people per week on those. Four move on from each week. So you have eight in the finals. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Very. Very, very exciting. Nail-biter. Incredibly exciting, Jamie. Ah, yeah, I can't sleep. I have never been more excited in my life. <laughs> in the ultimate prize for those who are keeping uh, score at home, $1,500. Yeah, it's decent. Nothing to uh, sneeze at. It's also, uh, it doesn't cost anybody anything to get in. Mm-hmm. It's a, a $40 deposit that you get back the uh, night you perform. Right. So as long as you show up, you get your money back. It costs you nothing. And the reason we did that is because we were always fearful that people wouldn't show. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, yeah, they, there's no investment. So that's why we went $40. $40 is uh, 
it's enough money that it's going to be like, fuck, I, you know, I got this, that, or that going on. Do I really want to lose out on my 40 bucks? Right, right. And in the 11 years of, of this contest happening, I think there's only been two times where uh, someone bailed or didn't show. Hmm. Wow. And and one time it was like the day of a person's like, yeah, I can't make it. Uh, I want my $40 back. And I'm like, there's a little more to it than that, you fuck nard. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's not as easy as uh, finding someone, you know, quickly as right. that to, to take the spot. And you also want to look at, because it, I don't want to call it a bringer show, but it's encouraged for you to bring people. So if you don't win the judge vote, you get the crowd vote. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a couple hours isn't necessarily good enough for someone to be like, hey, I'm in this contest tonight. Come see me now. Mm-hmm. So uh, you want to try and make it fair for everybody. Right, but uh, right. there was a guy actually who was supposed to perform last night who did bail, hmm. but he bailed like on Sunday or Monday, and we were able to find a replacement for ah. him. So not not the biggest of deals. Okay. But huh. uh, I, I can't lie, Jamie, uh, this is only the th- third year i've been in it because every other year i hosted and as a host i'm just not gonna hop in right and i can't lie i hate contests mm-hmm. i'm not a big fan of them any kind of uh, art form like that like battle of the bands and shit like that like you know for whatever reason some like some comic or some band's going to appeal to you and then they may not to other people for whatever reason right, right? right. like this person told a joke about their three-year-old baby and and you're like oh my god i got a three-year-old baby i can that resonates and right. it's hilarious and it hits you funny in the pie hole for whatever reason and and but then your friend uh your buddy loses or whatever right mm-hmm. so it's just strange it's not i always look at like uh, the olympics the olympics for the most part the things involved are who can lift the most who can jump the highest who can run the fastest it's pretty fucking easy to figure out mm-hmm. the hard ones then are like gymnastics and shit like that where it's i guess you're looking at technique and whatever yeah, but people I'm like, know uh, it. Know yeah yeah and you yeah. know the regular like you and i watch like oh holy fuck that was great and then the russian judge gives them a six you laugh when they fall yeah they break I mean, their ankle right that's the only reason you watch the gymnastics are knowing that uh if the person lifts their foot up a little at the end you know they fucked up <laughs> yes that's it. Ah, they fucked up. They're not going to win. Mm-hmm. They raise their foot. Uh, they lean forward a little too much. It's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15 years of constant training down the tubes. Except for that one year. Down the tubes. Was her name Kelly Straub or whatever? She was doing the horse. and She did the horse? She did the that horse. dirty <laughs> slut. Is that a new Olympic event I didn't know about? Doing the horse. That's what I call it. I don't... The, the pommel horse. Is that what it is? Yeah, she and I, I, don't, the horse? I don't even know. I don't even think it's called that anymore because I don't vault? even think it looks like a horse. Is it a vault? Well, you vault over the horse. Yeah, anyway, but, but yeah, the, remember the she actual hurt her, thing itself like, is the horse. Or, I don't know. If she had broke it, or anything, oh. but she really hurt. And but she continued. Or, I don't remember any of that. Oh, I'll have to figure it out. I don't even remember. Are the Olympics this year? I don't know. See, I don't even know. I know they now alternate with the Winter Olympics, right? So it's there aren't too many years where there's no fucking Olympics. So maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe there's Olympics this summer. Probably not. I don't think I've seen anything for it. Yeah, it's coming up pretty quick. Right. So probably it's probably next summer or something. But. I think there would have been something advertised during the Super Bowl about it. Yeah. Pro- well, it all depends on the channel, right? Super Bowl might be on CBS, but the Olympics are on NBC. Oh. They're not all the same. Yeah, but that's just weird. I get burr, it. Burr. Yeah, I don't know. Anywho. Uh, so then we all had to, uh, the eight of us had to draw our names out of a hat or uh, numbers out of a, out of a bag. And uh, <laughs> didn't even get that close at all, did I? And I drew number eight. I was the last. I was the headliner. I, head, I headlined the show, Jamie. Woo! I'm fucking rich and famous. I'm yeah. headlining contests now. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I... I, the best spot to go, everybody, if you're listening at home and you're still paying attention to this, you want to go in the middle. Because uh, you go if you go up closer to the front, maybe the crowd's not warmed up yet. Uh, and then it, if you're going at the end, the crowd can be tired. And you're also dealing with uh, check drops. And. And they have those things where they got to drop checks. And I hate, mm. personally, Jamie, I really wish that all comedy clubs would drop checks after right. the performers are done. Mm-hmm. So then people can just 
continuously uh, watching the show and they're having a good time and whatever, and then the show's over, and now here's the business end mm-hmm. the transaction. Like, nobody can fucking leave before the show's over, or here's your check, pay now, douchebag. Mm-hmm. You know, no one's walking out on checks. And uh, I get that maybe, you, like, if you're doing two shows back-to-back, like, you couldn't do it for the first show, but for the second show, mm-hmm. why not? That's okay, right. you know, it's a, it's an extra, it's an extra five, ten minutes tops mm-hmm. for people. That's right. it. Pretty easy to figure out. Whatever. There you go. But I'm not in charge. Apparently, there are a couple clubs that do it that way. Mm-hmm. I remember you telling me that. I am not in charge of that. So, whatever. Uh, so, I got number eight. So, You're I had Charles. to... I am not Charles in charge of the comedy <laughs> club. It's all a bunch of C's. Uh, so, I had to go eight. And I had to uh, watch everybody. And I felt like it was a pretty good show. Right? Oh, were you in there? I didn't know if you were in yeah, there. Yeah, I stayed in the back and I okay. watched. Okay. You know, sometimes it can be hard mm-hmm. uh, to watch everything going on. But, I mean, the crowd seemed really mm-hmm. into it. It was a smaller crowd. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There were 50, 60 people there, probably tops. Mm-hmm. Not a ton. Right. But uh, it isn't necessarily the size of the crowd. It's the energy of the crowd. Because right. uh, I performed in, in front of sold-out rooms that were dead as shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, this small little crowd was into it. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was it was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, no problems of any sort. I didn't really feel like anyone ate it. Even the guys that were uh, a little weird, like uh, my buddy Derek Feltner. Right. He's, uh, I, he's not a stand-up. I wouldn't call it. He's a, a performance artist. Yes. As evidenced by, if you ever get a chance to see him, he, uh, he likes to start with this bit where he doesn't say anything for a good two minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, it can be kind of funny. It can be awkward. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then uh, and then my buddy Adam Van Kike, for those who don't know, Adam Van Kike uh, is the greatest of all fucking yes. time. Yes. He's been doing comedy for a long time, probably 10 years at least. Mm-hmm. I would say 10 years. But Adam doesn't get up very often. He no. gets up maybe once a month tops. Right. Probably less than that. I think less than that. Less than that. I'm, yeah. I'm 100% sure of it. And uh, Adam is uh, very awkward socially. Mm-hmm. And he is very awkward on stage as well. He often forgets his jokes and yeah. he has to go to his notes. But that adds to yes. the, the funniness of it, at least for me when I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. It adds to the funniness of it. And uh, it's kind of uh, uh, charming and endearing. Yes. Uh, it's not going to do him any favors in, in front of a real uh, a real show if mm-hmm. he's on a real show. Mm-hmm. But that's just Adam. And he's always been like that. And he do- gets up there and he does it. Like, he yes. gets up there... He- and he does that. He goes out and does uh, karaoke. He right. does several things, like, up in front of people. Yes. I, I, I truly feel that uh, Adam is more funny when he's not trying to be funny. When it's oh, accidental yes. of, like, uh, I got to look at my notes. Yeah, right. He's saying it as he's doing yes. it. And it's just because he forgot the punchline or even, yes. even the premise. Yes. And he's just kind of struggling through it. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm in the back with my buddy Mike Logan just uh, laughing my mm-hmm. ass off. And uh, having a good time with it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so the crowd the crowd tolerated that because uh, there have yeah. been plenty of times where the crowd has not tolerated Adam mm-hmm. Van Kike. Uh, comics still love him. The crowds can be like, eh, but I think they, they dug what he did. Mm-hmm. And uh, so everybody goes on, and then I, I'm last. And then uh, for me, everybody, I know I have to get the judge vote. I have to because I, I didn't bring anybody. I think the only people who came... Specifically, see me were uh, me and your two daughters and uh, the other chickie, yeah. right? I don't yeah. think anyone else was there to see mm-hmm. me specifically. So I had four out of sixty people or whatever. So <laughs> I was not going to win crowd vote. Everybody it just wasn't going to happen. And who knows if we would have voted for? Yeah, them. you probably didn't either. You fucking bitches! <laughs> Damn it! Support, support. <laughs> and uh, I thought I had a good set. I I did stuff. A little differently. I ended on something that I wouldn't normally end on, but uh, got an applause yeah. break out of it. So yeah. I was like, well, that's when you should end. And I, I tell everyone, too, uh, you get eight minutes of time. They have a dinner bell at six because they let everybody know when you're done. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've told people, I'm like, don't feel you need to stretch it out. Because a lot of people in this contest are newer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm definitely the most experienced person in it. Uh, I am the person who gets the most road work, probably. Yeah. Uh, and it's just the nature of the of the contest. But I'm in it because it's in my hometown. Like, why wouldn't I just jump in on this? Right. I don't expect to win it. I'm not going to win it. But it's fun for me to do and fun for me to get in front of a crowd. Mm-hmm. And then if I did film it, I get like an eight-minute 
clip that can be good to send to uh, other festivals right. or bookers, whatever, even though I'm quitting. Even though I'm yep, quitting yep. comedy, everybody. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, film it's, you quitting. It's coming, right. It, filming me going, this is my swan song, suck it. <laughs> As I fucking whip my dick out. That's how I'm going to end it. That that will be my last show, everybody. When Stu whips his dick out, that's when you know show's over. Show is Coughed and arrested. over. That's right. They can't arrest me. It's art. Oh. It's, you, if it's done for art's sake, you can't arrest me. I, I whip my dick out for art. You have to be in concrete. It's what? Like a statue. Or a fountain. <laughs> So out of my dick, I'm peeing. Yes. I'm peeing out of my dick. It's a fountain, everybody. It's a pee fountain. As I pee, I'm the people in the front row. It's going to be like a weird version of Gallagher. I'm just giving everybody fucking ponchos and shit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, blue, uh, what is it, blue tarps. Mm-hmm. You get behind the tarp mm-hmm. as I uh, whip out my dick and I pee on you. Perfect. So I thought I had a good set. And then they bring everyone back on. And then they announced the uh, judge winner, and uh, thankfully I fucking got yeah. it. Everybody. I got yeah. and I wasn't taking it for granted because um, again, it's comedy is one of these weird things where I will say uh, you can have a guy who's been doing comedy six months and he gets on stage and he has the set of his life mm-hmm. right for whatever reason. Uh, the stars aligned, everything came together, and they have that killer six to eight minutes. Mm-hmm. And th- then they're spent. Yep. It's kind of like that scene. Did you ever see, did you ever watch Old School? That movie Will Will Ferrell, where they were all trying to be in the fraternity. No. No. Well, uh, they get called out by the college for being a fake fraternity because essentially that's what they were. Uh-huh. They were a fake fraternity, so they made them all. They all had to do, go through like an academic test, right? <laughs> and so they got to do all these things, and Will Ferrell uh, gets called in front of the board to do whatever. And uh, he just all he goes to answer a question, and then he goes into this trance, and he's able to just fucking answer the question spectacularly for whatever reason. Huh. And then he snaps out of. It. He's like, "What the fuck? What happened? What did I say?" You know, it was just kind of that thing. So it'd be the Black same out. thing, kind of. So it'd be the same thing for comedy. If like a, a brand new person can just have that set of his life, mm-hmm. and then just fucking beat a guy who's been doing comedy 15, 20 years, or whatever. Right. You can't take it for granted. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at guys who get late night spots. Mm-hmm. People on Colbert, Conan, Fallon, whatever. You're only doing four to five minutes tops, mm-hmm. and you're on you're on TV. You have a solid four to five minutes, and you're on TV, and there you go. And that's it. Right. I've seen plenty of guys who I'm like, they're shit. I know they're shit because I've seen them, mm-hmm. but they have somehow managed to uh, corral this. Four to five minutes that yep. people are thinking we can put that on TV, yep. and yep. then there you go, and then they're fucked because they're expected to do more, yes, and they a, don't have it. It's not a true representation. Well, it's, it, it, it it can be a true representation, but it's not going to benefit them when they got to get out there and like do club work or anything oh, else. Oh, yeah. Because right. if you're all right, now, you've been on Conan or Fallon or whatever. Now you got to do a minimum of thirty. Mm-hmm. Right? You're fucked. Right, right. You can't no, turn five that. into 30. Right. No, I understand that. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So too many of these fucks who live in New York or L.A., more L.A. than New York, they're they're honing their act into that TV set spot of five minutes. But now you can't. You Now here's your spot. You got your TV spot. But now what are you going to mm-hmm. do? Right? Yeah, you have to parlay that into paying work. Because mm-hmm. I don't think you get paid when you're on TV. They don't give you shit. I think if they Probably give you like not. a parting, yeah. here's a parting bag of gifts. Here's a Tonight Show t-shirt. Yes. Use that to wash your car. Or some, but yeah, here's a fucking beer koozie, you <laughs> alcoholic. So uh, so you can't take it for granted. And there were a couple guys last night who had relatively mm-hmm. decent shows. And like, you know, I don't know what's going on in the brain of the judge. So, right. I mean, if, if, if I lost... Then I'd be like, yeah, you know, I lost. There's 80 people in this contest. Uh, what makes me think I'm going to win? Every year, I'm like, I'm not going to win. I'd like to win, for sure. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it doesn't to, mean anything. Don't you have to kind of just also just prepare yourself for that? like mentally? For what? Not winning? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a thing. I just, yeah, I would think that that's just a better, I don't know. Yeah. You go out, you do your best, and, and then right. there you go. It's not in my hands anymore. Right. It isn't in my hands of, yeah, I fucking won. Like, I, I can't... Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you'll make the judge vote no. for me or pick me or whatever. You have to concentrate on what you have to do and do the best that you can. Well, and that's have it. A good, and then there you go. And I, th- I mean, I thought I did. I got mm-hmm. uh, several applause break- breaks during the set, and I ended on one and mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of laughs. So I thought it was good. Yep. And it's all shit I can throw away. Like, I don't want to do uh, the same material in, in every spot. Right. So uh, it'll be good. I can toss away that stuff I did. And move on, Jamie. Move, move on. I'm moving on. Now, I do not know who, uh, when my semi date is, and I, uh, and so clearly I don't know who also is right. in it now. So, right. but uh, pretty soon it will be uh, late March. Will be my semi date, I think, and then uh, the finals will be early April. Mm-hmm. I do, yeah. I do know that. So, because they pause it. Well, yeah, because we have Laugh Fest coming up, yep. so that is uh, one one Wednesday that we won't be performing because right. of Laugh Fest, and then we have that one that we have to make up for when we have the awful snowstorms mm-hmm. and everything. So we'll yep. do that. So fun and exciting, everybody. I will keep everyone informed if anyone cares. In the but loop. clearly you don't because none of you fucks showed up last night, you <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> Lame. Well, and I don't expect anyone to show up. I've told people, too, of like, if you've been doing comedy longer than a year, you probably can't get people to come mm-hmm. out. And I get, you know, it's a Wednesday night. Thankfully, it's an 8 o'clock show. Right, right. So everybody can be home by 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. But I know if you got kids, maybe it's a babysitter issue thing or whatever. But uh, I know it, so I'm not, you know, I, I don't blame anybody for anything. Mm-hmm. I'm never trying to go for the crowd vote. I'm not that guy who's going to bring people out and they're going to vote for me. Mm-hmm. So I did find it funny that last night, the guy who did get the crowd vote uh, was not a bringer. He oh. was from Canada. He was a Canadian, eh? Don't you yeah, fucking yeah, know? Yeah. And the long line of Canadian comics like uh, Howie Mandel and uh, John Candy. And uh, and that's it. There, there aren't any others. It's just oh, those yeah. guys. Kids in the hall, I guess. I did just meet those fucks, that one, mm. the one fuck from yeah. the group, yeah. Kevin McDonald. Uh, but so he didn't bring anybody, but he was funny enough mm-hmm. that when it came down to the, the, there were two people that they chose for the final, uh, applause off, <laughs> cheer off, jerk off, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, clap on, clap I think, off. I think the, the, the people who voted for the bringer were only his buddies. I feel like the rest of the crowd probably voted for the other. And they one. were all behind us, my table, behind me and my daughter's. Oh, were they? Oh, my because God. Because there was a table for the bringer that was in the middle. Oh. Because he went, he hugged everybody and he, he shook their hands. So, I mean, there was one in the middle that oh, was for him. Well, like, at least eight people. Okay. Well, I, there so, was a table behind us because yeah. they just went crazy. Yeah. So, I would assume. So, it was good to know that the guy who didn't uh, bring people mm-hmm. uh, managed to win the crowd over. I think it probably helped him that it was a small crowd. Mm-hmm. I think if you're a person who doesn't yeah. bring anybody... A smaller crowd is going mm-hmm. to benefit you more. Yes, because it's less likely that there's big groups for the other people. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, good time, good time. A fucking, uh, I, I, uh, I hate fun. contests, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, we'll see. It's, it's always weird. Show. It's weird afterwards because uh, people just kind of go their separate ways. For me, there's no really celebratory kind of thing. Of... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's not like there was no one there hanging out like, hey, let's go get some beers. Congrats. Whatever. Right. Like uh, it's I, I don't know if it, it, I almost feel like there's a certain amount of resentment from people that I'm in this hmm. because I've been doing comedy so long. And so it'd be like, you should be above doing these things. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get I get that feeling because uh, there was that. um Brian Aldridge has right. won that contest. He right. he's won a, he won it two years in a row. Yeah. I think there was resentment from people that he was in it as well because you know Brian's just an established comic. He won it the one year. People wondering why he came back. My argument will always be: you want to have the best comics in this thing. It's not specifically an amateur contest. Mm-hmm. It was never meant to be an amateur contest. Clearly, you're going to have the most amateurs in it. Yeah. Because a lot of comics, they just don't want to bother with a contest or a Wednesday maybe is not always the easiest mm-hmm. thing for them to come and do. And in Grand Rapids, there aren't a ton of professional comics. Mm-hmm. When we first started, there were like two. Hmm. So, uh, I mean, what are you going to do with the other like 78 spots? 
right? Right. You got to get a lot of new guys. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I always tell you, like, if you if you don't like the fact that I'm in it, get fucking funnier, I guess, <laughs> right? It's always that. I mean, yeah. you if you had gotten the judge vote, if any of the other guys got a judge vote, I wouldn't have fucking moved on. Again, I clearly know mm-hmm. I would not have gotten the crowd mm-hmm. vote. Mm-hmm. So, so it's just weird afterwards. Everybody just kind of vacates. Uh, Mike Logan, the guy who hosted, went to go do an open mic at the start at 10. I'm like, I got to get up at 5.30 in the morning fucking dipping Dots for life. That's right. I can't fucking... Uh, for life! Fucking comedy doesn't control me. Right. So, uh, well, I didn't know where you... I think you were in the green room and the door was closed. Yeah, to do social media bullshit. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, we I didn't see you. couldn't find you. I'm not, I, I knew you were in there and I yeah. wasn't going to disrupt that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. So we laughed. That's <laughs> but, fine. But, um, but it was, yeah, it was a good show all around. Yes, yeah, And, yes, yeah, so it's great that... You got the judge vote. Yeah. For sure. Uh, and then uh, Ben, who was one of the guys in the mm-hmm. contest, the guy who went first, uh, Ben was the producer of the Eric Zane show. Mm-hmm. And he's been uh, dipping his hand or dipping his foot or dipping his mouth into his the toe. comedy world yep. and uh, trying open mics and all. And he, he got the number one spot, drew that uh, number one. Not always the easiest, but I've done it enough to know that, like, Sometimes number one can be good because you set the tone, mm-hmm. right? You're like, uh, I'm going to get out there and do what I need to do. And he really wasn't number one. Mike Logan hosted the show and did time up yeah. front and did well. So it wasn't like a cold crowd. Right. But he had to go first. So, you know, I was talking to him and whatever uh, about stuff. And he likes to record things. And, and, and there you go. Uh, the reason I bring him up is because someone is uh, trying to stir the pot stir up some shit hmm. uh, between Ben and I. Oh. And uh, I know, nice. right? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's just some bullshit. Jeez. Uh, because remember when we talked about how uh, the show, their show, the Eric Zane show, got let go. Mm-hmm. And so that was uh, early January, so approximately two months ago. Oh, yeah. And then remember I said, like, well, if I was still on yes. the show, yes. I said that show would not have been canceled. Right. Because I was on the show, and I have to believe that uh, my talent and everything uh, would have kept the show on the air, mm-hmm. right? Contributory. Contributory yeah. and uh, knowing my value to yes. the show and everything yeah. else. Uh, someone seems to think that uh, those words that I posted were a slight to Ben. Oh. That I was uh, more or less saying that Ben's talents weren't good enough to keep the show on. Mm. And uh, that couldn't be more <laughs> further from the truth. Mm-hmm. And I was it's not even anything to do with Ben. Right. It has to do with me. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like from moment one that I should have been hired. And that was before Ben was even a part of the show. Right, right. Back when they were hiring a um, uh, the second fiddle back the first time mm-hmm. I applied for the job. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I felt I should have been hired. And ben, ben was not even a part of the show at that point. Right. And so I felt like I should have been hired the second time. But the, the company was going under. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there was no money. Right. And so, you know, I mean, ultimately, I know uh, that show probably uh, was doomed from the beginning. We talked about all the problems with uh, that show. A non-sports talk show is on a sports talk station. There was never any kind of push from uh, the conglomeration, from Cumulus, of trying to, like, advertise and post stuff and do everything else. Right. So I don't want to say it was doomed from the beginning, but there was definitely no helping hand. So it was weird when someone's just trying to stir shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Part of, too, of what you have said is it's always... it's the thing about... I'm sorry. Are you speaking English? What's going on? Have you been drinking all day on your day off? No. The children, uh, Janie. By having a third person, too. Well, yeah. I the mean, that's, that's too. They also did need the third person. Mm-hmm. I know it was Ben and Zane mm-hmm. uh, for a very long period of time. Mm-hmm. And they definitely could have benefited from having a third person. Right. Again, whether it was me or anyone else. I, I'll always say it should have been me. Mm-hmm. You have to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. And that was initially when I said that stuff back in January. It's me believing in myself. Nothing to do with anyone else. Right, right. Right? Like, it could have been anyone else in that room with Zane. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was still uh, 
Doan, the original producer, if it was still on him, I still would have said, if I'd been on that show, the show would have still been on the air because mm-hmm. of what I contribute to the right. show, not what anyone else contributes to the show. Right. It's what I bring to the show. Right, right. Because I'm a, I'm a relatively well-known uh, person in this community. Like mm-hmm. today, it's weird. Uh, out of the blue, this, eyes, this guy is asking me about how I can get Bam Majera booked in some rooms. And Bam Majera is a dude from Jackass. You know, all oh, those movies, yeah, okay. Jackass. Yeah. Well, I mean, I and uh, yeah. so why, why the fuck are they asking me? Because they fucking know that I know shit and can get shit yeah, done. Right. And you know what? In fucking a half hour, I got shit done. God <laughs> damn it. You are amazing. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm the fucking greatest of all goddamn time. Mm. So it's just one of those things that, like, I know what I would have been able to contribute to the show. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Right. And nothing new with Ben or anything else. So right. it's weird to me. Uh, when a piece of shit mm-hmm. is trying to stir shit. Right. It wasn't to, you were to add to the show. Enhancing yeah. the show. And Exactly. Yes, That's yes. what it was. Right. I mean, if anything, the worst part of the show clearly was Zane. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, squashing oh shit. <laughs> now I'm gonna, now people yes. are going to get to Zane and go, <laughs> Stu says that you sucked. And we're the worst part of the show. <laughs> He'll know better, though. Gee, uh, hopefully. Yes, he will. Hopefully. Yes. Jesus Christ. Yes. People are fucking sensitive motherfuckers. <laughs> and speaking of sensitive motherfuckers, I'm a sensitive motherfucker right now because in a group, it was kind of weird, uh, in a group today, uh, someone put a post up, I guess there was some sort of uh, article about the Tennessee penis do you know anything about the Tennessee penis, Jamie? No. <laughs> I didn't either. Uh, apparently, uh, it snowed down there in Tennessee. And, you know, it's just they don't fucking get snow like we do right. in Minnesota or Iowa. Oh, really? And, yeah. I had no idea. The climate is much nicer. But apparently there was a dusting of snow and this woman had her car in a parking spot and then so it snowed and so it snows on her car and around her car whatever and then she leaves but then apparently there was like a silhouette of something that looked vaguely like a penis <laughs> underneath the car right, from right, where right, it did right, not right. snow yeah, so I got it. Uh, I, I'm reading this thing I'm like this, this is not this is not fucking real this is not a real story but apparently she got in trouble or got fined because the silhouette looked like a penis. What? Or, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I stopped reading it because I thought it was dumb. Originally, I thought it was uh, maybe there was someone in Tennessee made like a, a penis snowman kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or they walked out into the snow and stomped out uh, like a penis thing in the snow with their feet. they slapped their penis in the snow. Yeah, they slapped their a, dick, huge dick slap a, in the snow. penis angel or a... Yeah, yeah, penis angel. You know, pe- one of those yeah. things. Uh, so I stopped reading it, right? Whatever. But then as I'm going through the thread, uh, someone said, oh, this is the Tennessee penis. And then it was a picture of me. Oh, what? Yeah, it was just the, one of like <laughs> one of my old headshot kind of things. Oh. And uh, they didn't tag me or anything in it. Uh, it was just my picture. Uh-huh. And then I'm just like going, well, this, this is some bullshit. Like clearly they're trying to be funny, but they're also being a dick. Yeah. Right? Right? Like... Uh, like and here's the thing. This is the thing, James. Tennis, yeah. They, they did it because I'm a comic. And what's a comic supposed to do? Uh, think it's funny? And take a joke. Like, oh, yeah, you're a right. comic. You could take a joke. Take a joke, yeah. Right. And I'm just like, that's not, well, first of all, it's not a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. Second of all, it's not funny. Third of all, it's fucking hacky as fuck. Well, right. It just doesn't even make sense to me. Yeah, not really. So they were just being a dick. Right. Just right. being a dick is uh-huh. what it was. So I just commented. I said, yeah, it's a bit. That's the biggest penis you've ever seen. Because like, you know, basically, what I want to write is you're you're a fucking cunt. Mm-hmm, you're a goddamn mm-hmm, cunt. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no point in it. Because right. and it was a dude who wasn't a comic. I wasn't involved in this conversation in any kind of capacity. Yeah, and then they do it, and then they don't even tag you. Right, fucking have the decency right. to tag me in it. Yeah, right, you think it's that to let, great? To, to you're right to, to to let me know that you're being a cunt. Yeah, fucking let me know. They're scared. I guess. I don't know. A piece of shit Not is what it is. Well, right. But Just that's a dumb piece saying. of shit. Like, why? Like, what if they, they, could they have done it to anyone else and never would be like, oh, you know, but they do it to me because I'm a comic. Mm-hmm. And so, ah, Stu can take a joke. Oh, but that's not funny. 
No. Like, and I'm perfectly fine if someone, like, making fun of my expense if I deserve it, but when you're throwing me in a conversation that I don't have anything to do yeah, with. Yeah, it's not even, that's what I'm saying. It's just odd. There's no, right, right. there's no relevance. Sure. And then again, yeah, not tagging you. Yeah, yeah. Just so tag, think- that's called a, in the world of Twitter, it's called a subtweet. Oh. When you're talking about someone, but you're not tagging them in stuff. Like, you have to sack up, Sally, yeah. and fucking tag people like in gossiping. stuff. gossiping. Sort of. Or like talking behind yeah, somebody's back. Yeah, or kind whatever. of, I guess, or whatever. Like, But you're throwing it out there. So it's mm-hmm. public, but you're not letting them know exactly right. that they're involved in this right. bullshit. It's horrible. It's bullshit. Yeah. And I think because it happens to me kind of like on the regular, a lot of people will just say dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Or they'll take shots at me. And I know that happens to a lot of comics. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll take a swipe at a comic because I fucking know them and we're mm-hmm. buddies or whatever. Right. I'm not going to fucking, that. I'm not going to take yeah. a swipe at someone that I don't particularly know mm-hmm. and just go, yeah, you're a fat fuck. <laughs> you're a fat fuck. <laughs> fucking fat fuck. Right? You wait till you get in your car. Yeah, I'll get you, my and car. And I'll fucking yell it. I'll yell it out the window. I'm driving down 28th yes. Street going, fat fuck. Yeah. People are like, why is that guy yelling fat fuck? <laughs> I don't know. It's Tuesday. I don't know. It's a weird it's thing. Fat Tuesday? Fat Tuesday! Pushkis? Yeah. Is that how you say it? Pushkis? Pushkis? Did you know that next year is a leap year? Well, yeah, I guess it makes sense. Why? I, I was going to say that earlier when you were talking about how today is the last day of February. Yeah, the heard, 28th, so yeah, yeah the 29th. Year, how weird is that, like, if you were born on the 29th, right? Yeah, we have a Stephanie that we used to work with. Oh, Stephanie Desai? She's a leap year baby. Is she? So she's like six years old or something? Yeah. Yeah, she acts like she's three. Uh, I guess she's probably she's probably like nine, right? Probably she's at least nine. She's yeah. like thirty six or something, right? I think so. So well, when no, she, she's not that old. She's not even thirty six. I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, so when uh, when does she celebrate her birthday on February twenty eighth or March first? Uh, I think today. So twenty eighth. Yeah, yeah, I guess right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that is weird. Yeah, I remember somebody in school, how does that, too, that was like that. Yeah, how does that work uh, for, like, you go and you get your license or whatever? And they're like, how old are you? I'm nine. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, how does that work? I'm nine. I'm nine. <laughs> I'm fucking nine. <laughs> Very strange. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if actually, when that happens, if you have to celebrate or, or count it as today. I don't know. Like, is it mandatory that if you were born on February 29th, yeah. you have to celebrate Cause, Yeah, because, I mean, that's the thing with, I can see month. certain people having, like, government agencies right. having problems with shit. Right. Because today's technically not your birthday. Right. I mean, I, you know, like businesses that give you like give you free shit on your birthday like here's a free piece of cake or like they're not gonna freak out right because you're you're denny's yeah your denny's is not gonna freak out on you or whatever they'll be like all right here i mean maybe like an individual manager might be a cocksucker Mm -hmm. or something but for the most part you can skate by fine yeah because i wonder if every everybody must be aware that that's a thing like leap year Sure. There was a dumb thing going around uh, Facebook today about uh, we're not going to drink for the next the three days of February uh, 29th, 30th, and 31st. (laughs) What? Because they just don't exist. Right. Oh, so they're just being stupid. See the joke? Yes, Jamie. Yes. stupid. Yes, yes. I agree (laughs) that it's stupid, but that was the meme going around. Like, we're going to abstain from alcohol February 29th, 30th, and 31st. Woo! And that's how they talk. They talk just like that. Are they Irish? Uh, why do you? Why would you say that they're Irish? Because Irish people usually drink a lot. I don't know if they drinkers talk like that. Okay, Jamie, you sent me a, a link today. A man did something stupid, Jamie. What did he do? Um, I don't remember. Dipping he his dipped balls. his balls. In a container of salsa. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. That a customer ordered online. The delivery driver allegedly recorded it. Why would you record that? People are stupid. And then he uh, he posted the video online saying, this is what you get when you give an 89-cent tip for an almost 30-minute drive. Now, that I don't understand because you get tipped after you deliver the food. So how is he, and so unless this was a repeat customer that he was delivering the food to, 
you're not dipping your balls in something beforehand, right? Oh, right. And then, uh, and then this is just me of like, hey, I already I ordered salsa. It's a brand new jar. He gives you the jar that he just yeah. dipped his balls in. Right. Uh, all jars nowadays are like vacuum sealed, mm-hmm. so you get that or right. whatever when you open it up, and when you don't get that vacuum seal, you're like, hey, someone must have dipped their balls in this. I probably shouldn't <laughs> eat the salsa. There's a piece of hair in here. And also, how small are his balls that he's able to dip them in a jar of salsa? Maybe he did one at a time. One at a time? Or maybe they fucking like hanged out into his knees like fucking clock knockers or whatever, right? <laughs> Just fucking hang low. Uh, also, 89 cent tip. Who does like an odd amount? Like that. Well, maybe it was like uh, the rest of a... fourteen dollars and eleven cents, and here's fifteen, 15. bucks or whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But why? Yeah, why would he post it and all that kind of stuff? And where is he going to post it? I mean, Twitter maybe. As Twitter doesn't seem to give a shit about stuff. But on okay. Facebook, yeah, they'll fucking do it. they'll get rid of you pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Instagram, they don't tolerate because mm-hmm. they're owned by Facebook, so they don't tolerate shit. So I guess it would be Twitter. Or I, wonder, I don't know, maybe Snapchat or something? I don't know. Who wants to get a Snapchat of a dude fucking dipping his balls in it? It's one way to make now, your ball spicy. Now you fucking got to wipe all the tomato bits and onion bits off your balls? Like, I don't know, man. Uh, what kind of... What, I wonder what, if it burned them. What kind, right. What kind of flavor was it? Was it mild or zesty? I, just, I was looking to see. I oh, you were looking to there. see? Yeah. Was it mild? No, that shit was zesty. <laughs> Hey, these uh, these guys, the salsa has cheese in it now. Ooh. Oh, that's a ball yummy. cheese. So uh, his arrest warrant says they uh, picked up the food for delivery from a local Mexican restaurant. Uh, and the company issued a refund for the, for, for the tainted food. That's a bad choice <laughs> of is, word. It is. That's a bad I don't think it was words. tainted. I, I think it was bald. It was just balls. <laughs> that's an awfully ballsy move on his part. Hey, that's why I'm the comic, everybody. I can take a joke. I can take a joke. Uh, I sent you a couple uh, things. Janie, you sent me another one. A woman uh, was buried in a snowdrift. Yeah. This is what I don't understand, Jamie. Of uh, I get I get the fact like that her car was stuck in a snowdrift. Yep. The problem was this bitch was still in the car. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. was still in the car. Uh, her car was completely covered with snow and only discovered because a snowplow driver hit it. Right. I guess he just assumed this was a big pile of snow and I got to move it over. And the, mm-hmm. holy fuck, there's a car underneath Right, it. right. So they go, uh, he calls the cops. To let them know that there's a car there and we got to come get a towed. Yep. So they're trying to dig out the car. And that's and this all happened in uh, California, Lake Tahoe area. Yeah. And they discovered a, the woman was in the car. Right. She was alive. She was alive. And she said she had been in the car four to five hours. And I call bullshit on right. that. Your car does not get covered with snow not completely and as like packed that. as it, as it right. was uh, in just four to five hours. And uh, I'm assuming, Jamie, that, uh, that she was probably uh, high or something, right? Mm-hmm. She probably mm-hmm. uh, was a heroin addict or something and nodded off in her car. Oh, maybe. I guess and I was, yeah. And then just, like, woke up and was like, oh, shit. It's awfully dark. <laughs> it's dark. Where the fuck am I? <laughs> it would be super dark. Can you imagine if you woke up? Yeah. And, like, you can't get darkness. out, you can't... Sure. Like, how freaky would that be? Super freaky. I mean, like, I wonder how much oxygen she would have. Right. Yeah. Thinking she could think she's, like, in the ground being buried alive. Maybe. So many things. Well, you hopefully she was smart enough to realize you can flick on your dome light, right? Flick, oh, yeah, maybe. Flick that on and see some stuff. But then it's like uh, when uh, Louis Michael and I got stuck in that drift in Minnesota. He could not open his car mm-hmm. door because of all the snow. Right, right. So I don't know. Maybe she was unable to open her door too. Maybe right. she's just, you know, heroin doesn't make you fucking strong at all. I'm assuming. No. Right. You don't get roid rage. You get the opposite of that. You yeah. get fucking at muscled atrophy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You get shit. I wonder, I had wondered too, though, if the car had been running, at some point, I don't know, maybe she lost, like, a sense of time, you know, when you're kind of... Uh, maybe, I doubt it, though, Jamie. I truly think 
she was on substances. I hope they drug tested her at some point. Uh, they probably not because I don't think there's anything they could do other than give her a ticket, nothing arrestable for, mm-hmm. unless they actually found drug paraphernalia right. right there in plain sight. Right, right, right. But that would be my guess because you're not... Fi- if anyone in the listening audience and if any of my six listeners... Uh, <laughs> Uses heroin? Well, not necessarily oh. use a heroin, but has been stuck in their car. Their car has been <laughs> trapped by snow and you've been stuck in it for over four or five hours. Please let me know how that turned out for you. Yes, yeah. Because, I mean, essentially that's when you said that. I'm assuming, like, when you said it, the article was just like, guy uh, hits car buried mm-hmm. in snow. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I assumed just what it was, but it was like went on farther with finds woman alive inside. Right, right. and it brought me back to that whole like when you guys were stuck and you're talking about the how you're getting lightheaded yeah. and you know because of the carbon monoxide or whatever it is that yeah I was worried about the carbon up. monoxide. So that's why I wondered because it said she was parked on the wrong side of the street. And that's, yeah. But I don't know if originally maybe she was parked on the maybe it was the correct side of the street at one point. Well, to me, I think they probably had the alternate parking like we mm-hmm. do here. Mm-hmm. Forty-eight years old, and she was able to walk home from the scene or walk away huh. from the scene uninjured. Yeah. So yeah, I don't all, all very strange. Like if you're if you're have all of your senses, you're not going to get stuck in your car. Your car's right. not going to get buried right. with you in it. Right. I know. So she she passed out at some time. She was drunk or high or something. She was not in her right mind, everybody. She was fucked the the fuck up. Yeah, because there's at least, like, it looks like a couple feet of snow, like, on top of the car, all around the car. covered enough that the plow driver just thought it was a snowbank. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, So that was an article you sent me. I sent one a little uh, grosser. I don't know if you had a chance to read it. Yeah, I had a chance to read it. Um, It's super gross. I, I almost feel like this is not real. A uh, 26-year-old woman, uh, even her name just sounds fucking made up to me. Demetra Nix, N-Y-X, 26-year-old. Uh, she is a sex coach. And who wants to fucking have a 26-year-old as your sex coach, okay? Uh, she, Jamie, was once ashamed of her periods. <laughs> now, that's nothing to be ashamed of. It's part of who you are as a right. woman. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a part of life, right? Right. Uh, she's taken to covering her face in menstrual blood Ew. to end the stigma that surrounds it. Now, okay, here was we go, Jamie. Was it her own blood or was it something uh, else? I sincerely hope it was. I don't know why she'd be collecting the blood of anyone else. That's that's another issue for another therapy session. But uh, you've, you've dealt with uh, menstrual cycles, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever once in your life said, I need to put this shit on my face and go? Never. Never, not Never, once? Never, not once. Oh. I've contemplated painted the walls with it, but oh. not my face. Oh, wow. Look at you. Did you? Would you want to write red rum on the walls? <laughs> uh, since removing her contraceptive coil, I'm not even really sure what the fuck that is. Probably like an IUD. I guess so. At 21, so for five years she hasn't had this, she had it in because uh, it gave her extremely heavy periods, mm-hmm. leaving her bedridden. Uh, she had been experimenting with her blood, which she believes has brought her closer to herself. Ah, they have numerous pictures of her with the blood on her face and she's put it on her chest, Jamie. Uh, do you think that helps with your acne and go? Uh, it covers it. Jesus Christ. It covers Um, it up. She's, uh, she says, Demetra says, our society teaches us that periods are dirty and convenient. Ads about menstrual products talk about smelling fresh or making us cleaner, implying that our body's natural functions are gross. Uh, most of our natural body functions are fairly gross. Uh, my work as a sex coach largely focuses on where we hold our stories in our bodies. Oh, what society taught us about ourselves, what we learned about being women, assaults we may have been experience what we learned about our bodies are capable of during sex. Uh, She wrote on herself too. God damn it. I don't even know what the fuck that says on her legs. Shameless. Shameless. I think. She wrote shameless on her legs, everybody. Uh, My blood to me has become fun, beautiful, and powerful. And playing with it brings me closer to myself. Now this, to me, she sounds like a child... Uh, who's in the bathtub, uh, getting bathed, and takes a shit, 
and then just starts playing with the shit uh, and smearing it on the walls and on their face and everything else. My sister now, told me I did that. That you smeared shit? Yes. Jesus, Jamie, this is a podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure that you want to admit that uh, to, the six, her. to the six people that are listening. <laughs> the creativity we just uh we learned a lot There's about a you and, 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 oh god <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, once you put it up there it stays Demetria, oh jesus <laughs> Demetra added it can begin with just tracking your cycle or using a menstrual no. cup to collect your blood yeah, no. no one has to put their blood on their face though it's seemed pretty liberating for women who have um Hey, ladies, uh, if I do have any lady listeners, uh, let me know if there was ever a point in time in your life where you wanted to take blood from your body and smear it on your face. Regardless of where it comes from. You've taken the blood out of your hoo-ha and put it on your face. On your face-ha. That is a new uh, facial experience. I wonder if they'll start facial doing that experience? at spas. You think they'll do that at spas? Facial experience. It's a facial experience. <laughs> if you've uh, if you've swabbed blood on your nose, uh, let me know. I, that you know, I don't like when I'm bleeding on my finger and there's just blood on my hands right. and stuff. Like I can't imagine. And there's uh, an odor. Like I just can't. I mean, just blah. How is it that ain't for not me? Gross. How would you like to be the dude that's gonna date her? Right. Hey, honey, is it that time of month? I see your face is awfully red. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, if she's shameless, she should be walking around outside are, like this. Are you embarrassed? Embarrassed, or do you just have, or do you just have your period? <laughs> I don't know. It's gross, everybody. Uh, let me know if you think that's gross too. I think that's incredibly gross. That's like, uh, yeah, that's just icky. Now, last thing, uh, Jamie, uh, about another woman. Not She's not smearing uh, blood on her face, but she apparently is smearing blackface on her face. <laughs> uh, you know her, you love her, uh, from several years ago, Rachel Dolazar. Uh, she is the woman from, uh, I think she was from Portland or Seattle. She's way. over there in the, in the northwest part of our great country, mm-hmm. uh, who was... Uh, Pretending to be African-American, and uh, it was, oh, uh, Spokane, Washington. Okay. And uh, this was back in 2015, and it was, she was outed by her parents. Her parents like, she's not black? The fuck? Because mm-hmm. apparently she's had a, uh, a, a not good relationship with her folks. Right. And uh, so all this stuff has happened. She indicates that she identifies as being African-American. And, I mean, when you I look at her... Jesus, you and your fucking mulatto <laughs> shit. When you look at her, uh, I mean, she looks like she's very much a, a white lady. Like, she's very pale-skinned if she was African-American, right? right, right. right? Yeah. Like, light-skinned. Uh, very, very light-skinned. She's got very curly hair. But, I mean, when you look at her, you I, I don't know. I don't think African-American. No. Uh-uh. But there's a lot of people who identify as African American and say they're African American. And while I look at them, like, ah, oh, you look, you look pretty white to me. I don't know. <laughs> and again, I don't really, I don't really give a shit one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I think the um, the problem for me is this woman. I don't think she was really doing anything bad, right? She was doing nothing like I felt like super nefarious. No, uh, right. I didn't feel like she was out like. Stealing money from no. people. She wasn't tricking people. I mean, she was a part of the NAACP. She was a chapter in Spokane, Washington. And she was... She was trying to help right. the African-American culture and, and put it forward. Right. I, to me, it just seemed like if she was African-American, we would not know who the fuck this lady was. She, right. she was just another cog in the system. Right. And, and, and there you go. Uh, if If this woman was... Uh, working at Walmart, mm-hmm. we wouldn't know who the fuck she was nope. either. Right. It, it's all just very weird to me. So it became this huge thing of like, how dare this woman do whatever? Yeah. And it, it's just strange to me. But the whole reason I bring it up is because she was supposed to come to a college relatively close to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we live here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. She was going to go to a fair state, which is up in Big Rapids. Yep approximately yeah 60 to 90 minutes away north of us just right up the highway yep 
And uh, there was a big to-do about her coming to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not really sure what she would be speaking on specifically. Right, right. Maybe just about her life. Maybe the challenges that she's going uh, going through. I looked up the organization. The student the P- organization? The PRSSA. Uh-huh. It's a public relations type thing. Is that who she works for? No, it's the group. That's the Ferris State. Ferris. Okay, yeah. sure. And it, uh, it aspires to advance the public relations profession by developing eth- ethically responsible pre-professionals who champion diversity, strive for an outstanding education, well, and advocate for the she's, profession. She's clearly diverse. Yes. Um, but they canceled because there was an uproar. People didn't want her there. And I guess I struggle with why would there be any kind of like uproar about her coming? I would think... I would want to go. Like, what's going on with this lady? Like, mm-hmm. she's identifying as African American. Mm-hmm. Now, ours, and I know we've talked about this. When this came out years ago, we talked about this. And I've said, I don't, people identify as a different gender. Right. I've, how is it different than I identify as a different uh, race? Mm-hmm. I don't see it as being anything different. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, yeah. you know, it's so. If, and, and here's the thing, everybody. She was a white woman. Mm-hmm. Why would a, a person right. who's white, who's, a, as everyone says, we're in the fucking uh, power seat right, right. As, as a Caucasian. Right. Why would someone who's in the power seat want to be someone who's not? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I mean, I would think African-American women probably have it harder than the majority of people, right? Right. So why would you identi- want to identify as an African-American woman if you don't have to? Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that uh, it's just strange to me. Again, and uh, tell me if I'm if li- the listening audience, the six people listening, please let me know uh, that what I'm thinking wrong here. Like, it's not she's not a racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think she was trying to scam anybody out of anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, uh-huh. She was trying to help people. Right. I mean, clearly it's different. A lot of people are like, okay, it's a mental health disorder. Then this is an interesting thing, too. This is coming down the pipeline, everybody. Right. right. If we're becoming more and more accepting of things, why are we not going to be accepting of someone who identifies as a different race? Well, right, because that's Ooh. the whole thing. It's all about expression and, you know, how we uh, see ourselves yeah. and identify as. And- 20, 20, 30 years ago, we did not fucking understand women who wanted to be dudes or dudes mm-hmm. who wanted to be women. Mm-hmm. But now we do. Right. So 20, 20, 30 years from now, I think if someone's like, identify as an as an Asian, identify as Chinese or whatever, right? Because there's already like 18 billion Chinese. Mm-hmm. One more is not going to fucking hurt. It's going to happen. It would be harder to rep- be on an organization though. What? It'd be harder to be in an organization of saying what? that you are... Chinese if you're not though why because you're it's there's physical characteristics Jane's trying to be really racist here (laughs) no I'm not I'm just saying it would be hard like you can you wouldn't be able to I mean you you can identify that but in her situation she was able to then also are you are you telling me though that there's no fucking surgeries if you want to go with like physical features of people people can afford that yeah probably Jamie, come on! I, I'm just saying you can get you can't. It's harder to to be able to look the part. What do you think's fucking going on with chicks who want to be dudes and dudes who want to be chicks? Well, yeah, no, I'm just saying with any of that, you have to. There's costs. You have to pay for it. Yeah, but even with guys and girls, you can do things to at least kind of even without. What do you think surgery. Rachel Dolezal did? No, as I'm saying, with her, she was able to... You're not helping yourself right here, Jamie. Proceed. <laughs> no, I'm done. <laughs> no, but I really I really think that thing's going to be coming I, down I, the pipeline. I agree with and you. I don't see... Like, there was an issue, uh, I think, last year or two years ago at the University of... Uh, well, Michigan State. At Michigan State, they had a guy who came in who was like a, a neo-Nazi of some kind. They were oh, going to bring right. this yeah. dude in, yeah. and everyone got in a fucking uproar yeah. about that. And I can understand people maybe having more of an uproar about mm-hmm. that. But here's the thing that I that I struggle with, too. Of like, If someone wants to come in and speak, and if you don't like what they're speaking about, 
Mm-hmm. Don't fucking go. Right, right. Don't fucking go. I have no interest in hearing what a neo-Nazi has to talk about. But if there is an interest somewhere where people want to go, if it's and particularly if it's on a campus of higher learning, mm-hmm. maybe you let people go hear what the fuck he says, and then you you trust people to have the ability to make a decision for themselves. Right. Yeah. Like maybe I would good go see fuckface talk. I'm seeing fuckface talk, and I go, well, you know what? I'm right. He's a fuckface, right. and I have nothing to Just fucking do with it. What you yeah. Thought. Oh yeah. This guy's complete fucking yeah. dick. Right. It's like political rallies, right? Yes. Yep. Like, we went and saw Trump speak. I'm not a huge Trump supporter, but I'm like, here's an opportunity for me to go right. and see what I need to see, and maybe I'm missing something. Yep. And then when I left, I didn't feel like I missed anything. <laughs> I felt it confirmed all the feelings that I had. Yeah, right. So this lady, Rachel Dozell, comes into fair state. The fuck is she going to do? Who mm-hmm. is she going to harm? Mm-hmm. Why, you right. know, this... this that, I feel like, is the squashing of free speech. People talk about free speech mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I believe that an agency from the school was bringing her in for a talk. And I think it would have been a good talk to talk about race issues and gender issues mm-hmm. and, and everything else going on in the world today. Right, right. She's a good person to, to, to spark conversation right. and now the state or the state the university is caving into whoever mm-hmm. i mean i'm not a student of fair state i didn't go to fair state i'm not from big rapids but and i saw some of the comments and they were like yeah good for fair state i'm like going fuck again it's mm-hmm. not like this chick's a nazi right it's i don't i don't i'm not even really sure if she committed any crimes i mean I maybe technically she might have, you know, misrepresentation or something like that. But, right. And, you know, I don't know her history. Someone's probably going to come back and go, Stu, she's actually, she's been convicted, convicted of child pornography and robbing banks. I'm like, all right, if she did that shit, she's a fucking garbage mm-hmm. human being. But Then I think that would have been in the article, though. Probably. <laughs> probably. But so, again, I've, I'm very disappointed that stuff like that happened. Like, mm-hmm. if someone was coming to, like, if she came to Grand Valley, I'd be like, all right. Mm-hmm. I'd, people are saying, like, who'd want to see her? I'm like, I don't know, it'd be interesting to see right. what she has to say. Right. Yeah. Right? You can say that about the president. Who'd want to see the president? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's still kind of interesting what they got to say. Exactly. This is strange. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. Yeah. And I don't I don't think so much in her situation, but the one that was at MSU, I think they uh-huh. were also concerned about cro- like the, like, their Yeah, being... the, the fucking shit bags yeah. that follow him. Right. You know, there, there's a certain level of violence yes. that follows people like that. Yeah. And there was violence yes. because they, they shoved the guy. They I don't think they completely canceled it, but they shoved him mm-hmm. fucking over into, like, a, the, a, a stable, more or less. Mm-hmm. He was, like, over on the fucking agricultural campus mm-hmm. or whatever. So, right. yeah, whatever. So that, that was a little bit different in yes. that situation. But, yeah, I don't... I think it'd be really interesting to hear what she has to say and to hear her story and her perspective and it's just strange. the whole thing. Yeah. And even if it boils down to mental health, then it gives us something else right. to look at of like, what what the fuck happened in this lady's right. uh, background and history to make her think that she uh, uh, should identify right. as African-American. Right. Especially if she, with her being so disconnected from her parents. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. All very weird. All very strange. It's uh, hopefully somewhere someone picks her up. But who knows, whatever. Maybe she'll just disappear into obscurity again. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. There you go. So, uh, that's it, Jamie. I don't have anything else to talk about, do you? I do not. I don't either. Go donate blood, everybody. Uh, even if you don't do it today for the Laugh Fest thing, go na- donate blood. They always need it. Uh, it's a win-win for you. I'm on uh, nine gallons. Jamie. I've donated nine gallons. What does that mean? It means I've donated a lot, Jamie, is what it means. Because how much, each time you donate, how much do you donate? A pint. Okay. And there's 46 pints in a gallon. Wow. Yeah. So do you have like a, are you like on the wall? Like Is there like uh-huh. a picture of you? Yep. What else do you get? Anything? A pen. They give me a pen. Oh. Yeah. Is it Pretty gold? Sweet. Yep. Real gold? Yep. Did you pawn it? I bet it. Oh. Make sure. So that's it. That's the podcast, everybody. Uh, please go like, sure. please go like the fan page, Elemental Podcast on the Facial Book. There is a uh, fan group, uh, six member mafia, because that's uh, how many listeners I have, Jamie. Right, we got six listeners. Six. Do your kids listen? Uh, I don't know. I don't think they do. I don't. <laughs> that's a good question. Do. I don't think they do. <laughs> uh, so that's six with two X's, and then there's a subreddit. But uh, ultimately, you know, I don't really ever look at Reddit. Sorry, Mark. Uh, much apologies. I suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys want to buy stickers, I do have stickers. There is the uh, Hug Your Ween, because of my dog, Ween Dog. 
And then uh, my my why? cat cow cuddled your cow. Is that why? And then there's a Dippin' Dots for life. <laughs> and they are two for $5. And all of the $5, I don't keep one red cent of it, nope. goes to uh, either the Humane Society of Muskegon, uh, Crash's Landing uh, right here in Grand Rapids, or uh, Noah Project, which is where I got Wean Dog from. So How do we'll you decide? I'll split what? three ways. Oh. What are you talking about? How do I decide? There's, I get 150 bucks. Everybody gets 50 bucks. Do you like do it at the end of the month? I'll do it when I sell all the shit. Oh, all right. Gotcha. That's what I'm going to do. So I got a lot, everybody. So buy some. <laughs> Particularly you chicks. Chicks? Chicks. Bark, bark. Or peep, Buy peep. some. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so that's it, everybody. We'll see you on Monday. Buy chicks. Because dudes buy it more. Although Laura uh, came out to this comedy mm-hmm. show last night. She bought $20 worth of stickers. So props to the Polish girl catering. Mm-hmm. Polish girl catering right she here in Grand She probably came to see you. So there was yeah, more she did. than just... Yeah, she did. She did. I take it back. Her, yeah. uh, her and her fella Scott. Yeah. So you had six people. So I had six people there to support me. Woo-wee! I'm a bringer. Yeah. I'm bringing in the people. <laughs> so uh, we'll see you on Monday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. One. Sayonara. Mm.